today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, I'm going to read you a news release, and uh, uh, it says, The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms announced that Derek and Francis Bars have filed a court application against the Children's Aid Society of Hamilton. The court documents allege that CS, uh, CAS violated the charter uh, rights of the Bars by closing down their foster home because the couple refused to tell the girls in their care that the Easter Bunny uh, is a real entity. Uh, In 2015, uh, Derek and Francis Bars completed thorough training in foster parenting. CAS completed a home study, which included included numerous interviews and home visits over a period of several months. Uh, The Bars then welcomed two sisters, aged three and four, into their home in December of 2015. The the sisters were temporarily separated from their biological parents with the goal of returning them to live with their parents again in the future. A weekly journal, uh, journal was passed back and forth between the Bars and the biological parents who made various requests that the bars would carry out. Uh, The bars are devout Christians and had informed CAS they do not celebrate Halloween. CAS said that that was not a problem. Someone else could take the girls out trick-or-treating if the biological parents requested this. CAS had also noted in its home study report that the bars do not endorse Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny as they do not wish to lie to the children. We have joining us right now uh, foster parent Derek Bars from the family. He is with us now. Hello, Derek. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Where is this now? Where? At what point is this? Where are we in this, uh, in this I, I don't want to say fight, but this discussion? Well, as you know, the JCCF is involved, and we're very thankful for their support, and they believe that our charter rights have been violated, and Depending on how the CAS responds, there may be a court case. We should mention that we've tried to get a hold of the Children's Aid Society, and uh, no luck. Uh, they have not returned our calls. Uh, tell us about the girls and your relationship with them and, and, and how your time with them has been. Well, uh, we had a, a wonderful time with them while it lasted. Uh, the part of, I don't know if you read the entire press release or mm-hmm. not, but back in March 3rd of 2016, we were informed by the agency that since we were not prepared to tell the girls that the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus are real, we would be shut down the next day, the girls would be removed from our home, and we would not be permitted to foster in Hamilton County again. And what was the reasoning for that? What reasons did they give for that? Well, there's a wonderfully elastic term that CAS uses, the best interest of the child, which sounds wonderful and noble. But what that allows them to do is they determine what the best interests of the child are, and there is no discussion, no back and forth, no input from the foster parents whatsoever. Um, Our file also indicates that our failure to tell the girls about uh, the existence of the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus was not meeting their particular cultural needs. So those are the two things that we know as to how the agency has responded. So how long were the girls in your care total? From mid-December 2015 through to March 4th of 2016. Uh, so not very long. No, that's true. Um, and did you have any contact with the biological parents during this time? By way of the journal, as it's described, or more properly, the communication book that went back and forth. And uh, I should add at this point that the, the biological parents said absolutely nothing about requests that the girls be notified about Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. How did this all come up? It came up in a discussion um, 
when Tracy Lindsay came in as our worker. We, the, the woman who opened our home was our worker prior to uh, Ms. Lindsay's involvement in January mm-hmm. of 2016. And in our first and only meeting in our home with her, she raised concerns that the girls must be told that the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus are real, and this could pro- prove to be a problem in the future. So uh, did you bring up to them that y- you, you, you don't believe in telling the children that? Is that how this came up? I forget precisely how that all happened. It's, it's been more than a year. Um, we certainly let the agency know mm-hmm. that, about our beliefs regarding Halloween, as, as you read, and Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. And we had good reason to believe, at least we thought we had good reason to believe, that our charter rights would be respected. So what is your position, again, on, on all of those in regard to your religion? Just clarify it all for us. Okay, uh, and I thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, my wife and I believe that Christianity is objectively true, historically accurate. We believe that truth-telling is vital. We promised the girls that we would not lie to them, and we required of the girls that they would not lie to us. And then telling them that fictitious or mythical creatures like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny exist would be breaking our trust, and we were duty-bound not to do that. Some may, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, some may ask, what's the harm? What, what's, what's the, you know, their, their, their children, their young children, lots of young children believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. I understand that. Um, children have the right to hear the truth. Lots may say children have the right to magic of Santa and Easter Bunny. Um, that's an interesting discussion, but that doesn't really bear on, on the issue at, with, that we were dealing with the agency with. We, were, we told them ahead of time that what our convictions were. Mm-hmm. We were told that our convictions would be respected, and then immediately there was an out, about face on the part of the agency. And you think that is because of a change in personnel handling your case? I'm not entirely sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, were any other reasons, uh, other than the Santa Claus and Easter Bunny issue, were there any other reasons given for the removal of the, of the girls? None whatsoever. The, other than those two issues, the agency uh, said that we provided exemplary, top-notch care for the children. And, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but is, is, does this mean that you cannot foster any other children moving forward? In Hamilton County, absolutely. I'm, I'm speaking to you from Calgary, where we moved mm-hmm. uh, several months after our home was shut down. Um, but in terms of fostering or adopting anywhere else in Canada, uh, any agency doing due diligence would learn about what happened in Hamilton and would presumably perceive that to be a great barrier to our fostering or adopting in the future. So you're not foster parents now in Calgary? That's correct. Uh, would you like to be? Yes, or or to adopt. Uh, That's our desire. Uh, This shouldn't affect any plans to adopt, should it? Well, adopting would work through the agency, depending on on how that happened. It would would work through the Children's Aid Society as well, or whatever foster parent, fostering agency uh, existed in wherever province we lived. Uh, At the end of the day, the children were with you less than three months? Was it three months? Um, Three, roughly three months. 
And um, this has all been going through this process since then, correct? What, what happened once the children were removed? What, what did you do then? Well, prior to the children uh, being removed, if I, if I can take one step back, we mm-hmm. had suggested the compromise of the children going elsewhere to respite care for the Easter weekend, where whatever the parents wanted could be done. Uh, again, I, I would remind you and your listening audience that it was the agency alone that was asking us to tell the children about the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. We had no word of this from any of their parents. Um, then moving forward, we, we asked, instead of our home being closed, could we have infants and toddlers as we initially requested? That was our, the target age we'd, we'd hoped to foster. Mm-hmm. The, the girls came into our home the day after we were opened because of the acute need in Hamilton County. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we very much enjoyed having them with us. We missed them terribly when they were gone. Um, we attempted mediation with the agency to no avail after our home was shut down. And so I reached out to the JCCF, Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, in December of 2016. Uh, and so you had no uh, contact with the biological parents on these issues. Uh, how, do, we, we, do you know how the biological parents feel about their children being removed from your home? We have no idea. So you, I, do you know if they even knew about this? Do you know if, uh, you know, you were saying that they didn't say anything. If you haven't communicated with them, how did you know they didn't say anything? Well, simply because there was nothing from their end on, on the issue of Easter Bunny or Santa Claus in the communication book. Right. So uh, to deal with your original question, we don't know if they knew that the children were removed from our home or why they were removed. Uh, w- uh, and, and you moved to Cal- uh, you moving to Calgary had nothing to do with any of this issue, did it, or did it? Um, we moved to Calgary because I received a call to pastor a church in the city, mm-hmm. and that, that call came very close to the closing of our home. So as, as difficult as the closing of our home was, we, we saw that as the Lord's direction. Uh, any, as you look back at this now, um, and, and, you know, you obviously only had the girls for, for three months, but clearly there was a bond developed between you and your wife uh, with the children. Uh, do you look back at this now and think, could we have done something differently and still be and still have the children today? Uh, do you still stand firm on your on, on your convictions? The only way we could have kept the children would be by compromising on something we were not prepared to compromise. Mm-hmm. And there's there's never a reason good enough to lie to anyone. Hmm. Um, what uh, have the Children's Aid Society here said anything more about this? Has that um, impeded your ability to be a foster parent in Calgary? Well, full disclosure: we haven't tried to be foster parents in Calgary yet. Um, we, what happened with the agency is that we asked for our file in December, along with our the involvement of the JCCF. We were told that we were to let the agency know why we needed the file, personal or legal reasons, and we were told that we would receive um, consent to release information form, that that would be mailed to us. But instead of that happening, uh, we were informed with a short 
Schurz phone call from uh, legal counsel from the agency that the files were their property, we were not getting our hands on them, and that we had received all we were going to receive, namely the, the notification that our home was closed because we were not meeting the cultural needs of the children in our care. Uh, you talked about not wanting to bring uh, Santa Claus or Easter Bunny into the discussion because you, you obviously chose not to lie to these girls. What would you say to about other parents who uh, are celebrating uh, Christmas or, or Easter this way uh, for the joy of their kids? Um, are they all liars? They are telling their children that which is simply not true. If they are telling the children that the gifts that they receive come from Santa Claus, whereas it's the parents themselves who buy the, the presents, and when children learn that, um, I think that could be... Are you not taking something away from the kids by denying them that? I mean, you know, kids are pretty smart. Sooner or later, they all figure this out, don't they? Well, I don't know what it is by experience to, to go through that. My, my parents told us the truth, and I'm very thankful for that. They gave us gifts, and they told us the truth. Did you ever sit on Santa Claus's knee? No. What did you think when you saw Santa Claus in a mall or something like that? They're just all liars? Um, that's a really good question. I, um, I'm blind, so once I did get up close and personal with Santa Claus, I really forget what my feelings were on that occasion. It was some 25 years ago. Do you think this is uh, an infringement of your religious beliefs? What's happening here? Not only that, but it's also an infringement of our liberty of conscience and our liberty of expression. That here comes an, an outside agency telling us, you must say this. They actually said you have to say the Easter Bunny is real? Yes, I mean, along with Santa Claus. You know, I, I, you know, I have a couple of kids myself who are now much older, but... Um, you know, I found any discussions like this um, work their way through. Uh, usually uh, kids uh, develop and answer their own questions or, or um, I guess my point is I don't think my kids hate me now because they realize there's no Santa Claus or Easter Bunny. I'm glad that's so. I, I would also say, though, that children ought to be able to look to their caregivers, whether biological parents or relatives or foster parents, as those who they can count on to tell the truth, no matter how hard that is. Do you think that's taking the children out, the, the child out of the, out of the kid? I mean, it, you know, we're, we're talking about young children here. Do you think they have the brain, brain capacity to, you know, of an adult that, that has to deal with the same rules and regulations that an adult does? Well, in terms of opinion, I, I think it's far, far better that children should know that they have parents in their lives or caregivers who love them enough to give them presents and to tell them the truth. Was this worth losing the girls over? We did the right thing. We, uh, we deeply regret losing the girls, but uh, it, it's always right to tell the truth. The what, about, are, what about the role of the foster parent, which is basically to, um, you know, to provide care un, until the biological parents can, can figure things out? Um, you know, I guess you could take this either way uh, in the sense that, you know, don't you feel in a sense that you could be depriving them of, of this fun and, and fantasy in, in their life? This, you know, I mean, I look at it like going to Disneyland and, 
and the kids looking at Mickey Mouse, they're not smart enough to realize there's a little person in or there's a, a, a kid in there that's, that's imitating Mickey Mouse. I mean, it's all part of the magic, isn't it? Well, contrary to what CAS alleges, that we were not meeting cultural needs of, of the children in our care, neither one of them mentioned Santa Claus to us on Christmas Day. They were, they were thrilled with the celebration that we had for them. Mm-hmm. Where do you think this is going to go? Where, 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 do you, where do you hope for this to go, Derek? Well, we certainly would like our rights to be upheld. We'd like the agency to open our home again as a, a foster home should we relocate to Hamilton. Um, we'd, we'd also like the charter rights of other foster parents to be protected the agency is duty-bound to do that as a government agency. They failed in our case, and it would... You were ta- let me let it interrupt here, Derek. You were talking about uh, your rights. What about the rights of the kids to experience that fantasy? Is that, is that your decision to make? Well, as far as I know, there's nothing in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms that says the children have the right to be told about Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. But there is the right to religious liberty freedom of, of religion, freedom of conscience, freedom of expression in the Charter. I don't mean to be disrespectful, Derek, but lots of people may look at religion and Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny all in the same vein. Well, er- earlier in this conversation, I uh, spoke about the historicity of Christianity. There's a, a tremendous difference between the two. Isn't that all in interpretation, though? Isn't that left to interpretation? I mean, I can read something and get something out of it, interpret it one way. You can read something and, and interpret it entirely different. That may be, but that, it doesn't follow from that fact that there isn't one true interpretation. Money, many, ways say, many may say there isn't one interpretation of religion. Right, I, I understand there are various religions. Um, well, even within one religion, there's various interpretations of it. Right, we, we um, see that we see that with you know Muslims in Canada now. Well, that's an interesting conversation, but we are veering far afield from the topic of CAS and how they quashed our religious liberties. Mm. So, um, what is a win for you in this, Derek? What would what would make you happy in all of this? And, and, well, one more question: Do you have any knowledge of what's happened to the girls? Um, we agreed to keep confidences. I appreciate your, your desire to know that, but we, we promise to keep confidences. I understand that. I respect that. All right. Derek Bars is with us. Foster parent now living in Calgary. A foster family has fo- filed a court application against the Children's Aid Society of Hamilton. Uh, they took the two young girls in, but uh, the Children's Aid Society uh, has, taking them away, has taken them away or took them away uh, because of the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and their views on that. Derek, thank you very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. You're most welcome. Have a good day. You too. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.